Hi everyone, welcome to Unjustified True Beliefs, the podcast in which we talk about our beliefs and we try to evaluate them using philosophy, psychology and maths. In today's episode, we are talking about evolutionary psychology. It took 200,000 years for humans to evolve and come to a, a homo sapient form where we can create a change in our environment to suit us better. And we have evolved the environment to such a drastic degree that some of our innate behaviors which were designed uh, or which were programmed to for our survival do not fit in the world that we have created so in today's episode we're going to talk about those behaviors which have a residue in our past and how the current environment we live in does not support those kind of behaviors so just to begin this episode we have done a multiple episodes on the cognitive biases and this is in continuation to that episode and i have observed that humans make a lot of irrational decisions and i am no exception to it i am very easily swayed by instant gratification i have made a resolution to eat healthy this year but on the way to home i saw this uh, pastry shop and i could not control myself and i had to buy that pastry so that's that's where i was like what happened and after i enjoyed my sweet pastry which was a coffee flavored pastry i i instantly felt that what happened to my resolution why did i fumble on that strong resolute i made for this year that i'm going to eat healthy stuff and abstain from sugar and then the explanation i gave myself was this is a inherent need and i cannot counteract with this need so with that prelog i want to ask the panelists today abhijay and momita and jyoti uh have you observed some of the changes or some of your behaviors which for some reasons do not fit in the complex and dynamic world we live in so let's start with you abhijay well i'm the worst person to be starting with but okay <clears throat> uh i would say i it doesn't fall under the cognitive biases category but uh, i want to bring in the body aspect to it as we are not tuned to work while sitting the whole time like if if especially if you are working in the it industry you spend a lot of time on your computer sitting and it eventually affects your body posture and that leads to ill health in the future and that is definitely something which our bodies are not accustomed to and i would say like it's not a bias as such it's it's something which is which has to do with how our bodies are tuned to work also another example could be the fact that like our health is better like if we wake up early in the morning and we do most of our work during the daylight hours rather than pulling all nighters and eventually which leads to hurting our our sleep cycle and after it affects our sleep cycle it starts affecting our health uh, the way we eat and also once it starts affecting our health it starts affecting uh, our environment and so i would say one should live like a caveman you know like we should exercise more and we should also and we should like sleep on time make up on time and try to get more work done during the daylight hours 
so you're saying this based on your personal experience that there there are a lot of circumstances you have experienced during your phd program where you stayed up all night and that you could see the consequences uh, not just in recent times but over the last couple of years since we started uh since since we since the day we stepped out of home and our parents weren't looking after us we kind we kind of made decisions that uh we we kind of started living in a way that you know we that that are more uh, in line with the way that we want to live our life and that does not include like that would especially does not include uh like our lifestyle did, did not include the fact that we need to maintain our health or we need to look after ourselves in 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 a better way but we over time we learned it the hard way that okay health is better if if we still if we focus if if we still live the way that our parents are actually telling us to live like so definitely a good point and good take away um, from from those um, points um coming to momita what are the behaviors or you know what are the circumstances you have noticed that your body is programmed or your mind is programmed to behave in a certain way which is not advantageous to to you in this modern society yeah so couple of things one thing i i do agree with what abhijay mentioned about the health aspect because i think we uh, in the modern world because you you think you have so much to do which i i, I think it's uh, an illusion to be very honest but we think we have so much to do we don't kind of prioritize our health and our habits maybe uh, so it takes a back seat so it's not something we speak about pretty often but i agree with him that you know some of the health aspects or the habit aspects like sleeping on time or waking up the early bird catches the worm right we we know that proverb from a very young age so i think some of those things have been have happened in stone age and should continue to happen because that's that's just a part of life which i i am beginning to understand as i am you know growing that those are some things i don't want to change no matter how complex the world becomes health and habits and those aspects so couple of other things uh, like maybe some of the thinking patterns i i i don't know if i should say this is societal but uh, group think and you know trying to follow the herd or you know trying trying to please a set of people that's something that i don't know just seems to come very naturally to us human beings maybe because of safety in numbers and you know we feel safe when we think that people like us or you know we are one with five other people and uh, which i think is not something which is okay to do i wouldn't say it's a bad thing to do but you should look at things objectively that can you apply such a situation to i don't know maybe speak about covid the pandemic is still going on right so if just because five people i agree with and are a part of my uh, community and they are not following the rules should i also not follow the rules because i still have to feel one with them and that's 
that's not going to be the right circumstance to apply that kind of a group think right so yeah so i think thought processes like that which started because of uh, for our survival in the stone age you can still continue to use them but you just need to know what is the situation and then decide so yeah those are some things where i still struggle but yeah it's that could be something that that those are definitely some really interesting points and there are a lot of similar examples and let's get into it a bit more as the as the podcast goes forward moving on to the last guest of on today's podcast jyoti have you observed some of your behaviors which are not advantageous in the modern world but would have been really advantageous if you were living in a in a caveman's world yeah so i think uh, i agree with both of what abhijay and momata said that uh, first of all we tend to ignore our health or just you know it's not ignorance it's just that the working or a living environments are such that they help us work probably but they're not the best for our body posture or things like that and uh, things like the uh, herd men mentality i don't know if that's the right word where we just go along with the crowd because we feel that will keep us safe and that we cannot survive alone which was a real thing when people were living probably uh, in the open or in the wild and things like that personally i think with me the thing i've noticed is uh, which is not required at all because food is uh, knock on wood quite readily available these days but there are times when uh, i think i or like any any person i tend to overeat which is not really required i think many of us do that so uh, i think it's st- it still stems from the fact that earlier way back in the evolution or uh, even a few hundred back years for some countries i would like to say that food was not something which was readily available like they were going through famines and stuff like that and that is something which like has still uh, is still there like we just tend to eat because we want to probably store all the good stuff for our body to use later but it's probably not required at this point of time like have you ever gone to like a relatives place especially in india or you know a perfect example a grandparents place and they just want to feed you and feed you and feed you i think their desire also stems from the fact that probably food was a very very Uh, good food was a very rare thing and they just want the people around them to be fed and happy i actually wanted to add on to the herd mentality uh, dialogue I, actually what happened was that for for our own survival i think we what we ended up do like what humans ended up doing was uh, imitating other people so if um if someone was able to survive by gathering food uh, at a certain location they would all um as a herd start doing the same thing if someone was able to grow food then we imitated and learned how to grow food so the, i think that was one way of learning but over time i think in the modern society it has had negative aspects also because today let's say 
um, countries are wishing to reduce their carbon emissions, but there would be like some forces or some companies uh, and some countries which would not want to reduce, which would not want the carbon emissions to be reduced. So at, at the end of it, like even over here, like the herd mentality is kind of coming into play uh, or a group thinking is coming into play that uh, for our survival, or for like for I mean not our but like for certain uh, companies and their survival they would they would basically try to um, create a kind of propaganda and try to say okay climate change is not true or and there will be some like there will be a number of people who would be followers of that kind of ideology so. Although like uh, herd mentality was was the thing that helped us survive uh, through all these like through so many ages, but uh, in a way it has been counterproductive also, especially like in the modern society where um, social media has such a huge impact on our lives, on our day to day lives. So yeah, and we also like. Um, stereotype uh, and we have these uh, I would say um, like a um, like a sel- like a selection bias or I-, I don't know the exact word for it but we try to uh, superficially come up with uh, ideas and notions about a certain person or a certain race and we make like uh like our first our process for making first impressions are uh, is is like um, I mean we, we we draw conclusions too soon just by looking at one person because that's that's how we were um, that's how we are brain like we, we we are brain like we are wired to judge someone. Uh, and make conclusions as soon as possible because uh, in prehistoric times that would have been that would have had a ma- like a major impact on um, a certain person's actions or emotions. But now uh, all of that has like since we are so integrated through the internet and through web, we are seeing the negative aspects of it. So we did an episode on, actually we did two episodes on cognitive biases and Momita hosted both of those episodes. So do you remember those biases which Abhijay is talking about? I, I believe there was um, in-group bias and like-me bias, sort of. So if you remember that episode, can you like relate how those biases and where they came from and why are they bad in today's world? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, it kind of, to put it in very simple terms, what we're talking about is how we tend to classify people, right? Uh, and uh, how we tend to, you know, fit people into certain boxes. Like, let's say Abhijay mentioned about first impressions, right? Like, you might just see somebody and 
you don't want to take the effort of trying to know that person but you just pick on one uh, aspect of that person or maybe some or a trait yeah or a trait or, or an action that they've done right and you just kind of put them into a box i i don't remember the exact name that we covered in the uh, previous episode in cognitive biases but i think we do these things because it's it's easier it's less effort and it's more comfortable right i mean anything which requires less effort is or it's easier to do is more comfortable and human beings or anyone for that matter even non human beings are i think uh, inherently comfort seeking so anything which will not require too much of effort is not something that we will kind of you know which is why you have the concept of habit you have the concept of all of that stuff so so i think it kind of ties into classification and uh, we have multiple biases about classification and i and i agree that while it can be helpful in some cases i don't think we can really apply that in the modern world because because now you have so many more options and things are changing so rapidly so you can't really uh yeah just classify and and put a certain label to something and then there's no danger of the tiger jumping from the bush and killing us so we don't have to be always quick thinking and using a first brain it has to be more thought of a long term brain right actually like the alarm was i think was supposed to be for that but now we use notifications and alarms in in a different way so each time like a notification chimes you're like oh no there's a tiger pouncing on me like that's like an unconscious uh, an unconscious way of thinking about oh i've got i've got an email from my boss oh no <laughs> that's a tiger jumping on me yeah just assuming the the worst and yeah yeah because negative thinking was helping us to stay alive and today negative thinking is a is happening at a much frequent basis so i'll tell, tell you just a quick thing I'll, i'll tell you why this is still happening it's it's because There's something called cognitive distortions okay and these are like jumping to conclusions is a type of cognitive distortion and it and i don't know i honestly don't know if it's going to go away but it is kind of the reason why some of these things keep happening and we don't have to dive into cognitive distortions because i think that deserves a episode on its own but yeah that kind of explains why we do what we do even if it's still not stone age and but yeah tiger uh, we also still have like two superstitions but i don't know if it ties in very well with evolutionary psychology like um there there are some superstitions which have been uh proved illogical by science but um even now we 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 kind of uh have this habit of saying touch wood yeah. I think somebody said touch wood like a few moments ago. <laughs> and, um, I did, I did, yeah. So, uh, maybe, like, in those times when when we had, I mean, even I say touch wood all the time. So, uh, and it it's a way of reassuring yourself that 
you know it'll bring good luck or it'll keep things safe um i think i say it just because i'm like uh i said something uh i don't want to jinx it that is also a superstition jinxing and stuff yeah it's not like i believe saying touch wood will keep things safe that's not the thing but yeah i'm just probably uh verbalizing the fact that i want some things to remain the same that sort of thing anyway uh i yeah earlier i was going to chime in um because uh, i agree with what abhij said like the notification thing especially the alarm thing and yeah i've just muted everything on the phone for that because like literally everything is muted every app everything is muted so uh it helps because now when you go to it it's like you are the one who wants to check something so it's fine and it actually helps a lot otherwise all the um all the pings and all the beeps and everything it's it does i mean it does not make sense we are still not you know living surrounded by unknown animals or bugs or plants but it still has that response where you are just hyperventilating for no reason like it's just a ping can you just take it someone maybe just said hi but no it yeah it's the end of the world sometimes yeah right and you also like keep losing focus like all the time because of some or the other notification and there there's actually one more interesting thing that came to my mind and that was the cooperative exchange that we have uh that we that we um like the, the inherent bias for cooperative exchange is still based on food items and having dinner together um i i think saranch you had like one um you were telling me something about your friend from uh new zealand so yeah my uh, a colleague a colleague uh, recently came from new zealand uh, to melbourne for a while and my first instinct was to call them home for food and i was i then i started questioning myself why do i want to call them for food like maybe that's not part of their culture that's a part of my culture but i think that's such a human thing to do that we want to uh, you know be good to others and do reciprocate and like do some good deeds because we know that it's going to come back for some reason and that's a that's a bias in our head which is like okay as long as you're doing good to people good things are going to happen to you but the the nature of it is uh, the people who did not uh, cooperate initially the the tribe ostracized them or they they died from starvation so you have to be good to uh, each other to live in a society to live in a in a group and that's a bias that we have developed over time and it's very hard for us to let go of that bias but yeah that's a definitely a phenomena whenever i see you guys i would definitely call you home and <laughs> i know you guys will call me home <laughs> yeah i had an amazing pizza today i i wish i could call you for that <laughs> yeah and call all the listeners who are listening to this podcast and watching us <laughs> then we can eat so many places nice um uh, so in this podcast we talked about uh, how these these tendencies of uh, old evolutionary past uh, uh, affect our sleep affect our diet uh, it even affect our food choices we we tend to be uh, 
tend to eat more sugary or salty or oily stuff because those were some ingredients that were required for our uh, survival and there were rare resources to get and now it's in abundant but our body is still not hasn't still figured it out and then we talked about the societal aspects where we talked about uh, the herd mentality the classification of uh, of people in 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 an in instant and the cooperation tendencies in the final segment uh, have you ever seen that there are some decisions uh, where you are irrational so to speak and those are driven by your instincts your those are driven by your you know more analytic nature so ha- what are what are those circumstances or those decisions that you would call that these are irrational and they have some evolutionary past behind them can you think of some examples for me definitely instant gratification is a big thing so i can i i'm not able to come up with something which i have uh, although i sh- i should i should be able to come up with something at, from the top of my head but uh, in in this one i would say um like when i was a kid like we like i saw a lot of ads on uh like like fair and lovely and those ads which they saw which they used, uh, basically they portrayed a girl who did not have fair skin and the moment she put on some cream she became fair and became more successful in life got a better job and you know or maybe like a a marriage prospect came through so uh eventually i think because of those ad- those sort of advertisements uh and also let's say like coca cola uh they, they portrayed coca cola as like the the drink of the youngsters and uh and there was like um amir khan doing oh no wait that was thumbs up also so like all these like cola drinks uh they had some action happening and you know people doing like people jumping around and you know being more active so that sort of portrayed of uh, an a bias towards like natural selection and you know so something which is supposed to be done or is better and is horribly wrong. on the other hand is actually like horribly wrong for you so uh i would say those kind of biases uh but but trying i think through the through those advertisements i must have been influenced and so was like the society um and i like i i would love to drink cola like all the time because just by you know because that advertisement had an unconscious effect on me just you know like cola was the thing. cola is in like yeah it it put it it correlates well with energy so that would be my mm-hmm. bias i would say definitely mohit a slightly different question to you uh have you observed some tendencies in your cat which are driven from their past do they exhibit some behaviors which are more uh, like how they used to live in a in the jungle so to speak and they don't have to do it in the domestic setting so one thing that i've noticed about uh, my cats is that they eat a lot when 
we are at home i mean when uh, the owners are at home and when we are away and when we come back we see that the plates are still full they've not touched a, a single uh, biscuit and that's again i i think what they're trying to do and i i think something somewhat similar happens in the jungle but then there's also a, a contradictory thing that they do which jyoti was mentioning uh so yeah i i think it boils down to again you know kind of thinking about their own survival right that what if the owner doesn't come back then who's going to give us food so they have that even though we say that cats are very zen animals which they are they live in the moment a lo- i mean a lot more than any of us because they are hardwired that way right uh, they don't have all those xyz thoughts because they're not that's not how they are designed uh, brain wise even an animal like that which does not have such a strong prefrontal has that sense of you know that okay i have to think about my survival and there is a possibility that the owner might not return so who's going to give me food and that i think is something that i do and i i think human beings do that we basically preparing for the worst is is what i want to say you know like preparing for we love to prepare because we we want our comfort and we don't like to we have a problem with change we we don't want uncertainty we want things to go the way they are which is why we we are so unaccepting of the reality right uh, which is why we do whatever we can to prepare for the worst to to hold on to things which cats do in a way which we also do in a way which i think is good and bad and i do that i i sometimes i have a hard time accepting the way things are because i probably my ego or something that i just can't you know accept the fact that things are not going the way i wanted to go and so yeah that that i think is kind of similar to cats but then we do it in a way that is beyond required which is why we go not so yeah yeah like a major amount of human progress happened in the last couple of centuries and our lives have since we were little they have changed so much and the world has changed drastically but we are still trying to hold on to some constants we are still trying to hold on to some certainty uh, in a in a ever changing world because we are always feeling like we are threatened right? i mean we we are always as a species i think we are always threatened for something you know which is why we form these communities because we feel threatened that if we are not a part of five other people then it's going to be a threat we are always in this constant fear safety numbers what. yeah i i'm still questioning why why are we constantly in in fear what is happening but yeah it's just yeah i think it all boils down to survival for some reason and that's that's one of our prime drivers which is also programmed in us uh, by our evolution so um thanks a lot guys this was an interesting discussion we looked at various aspects of how the behaviors in our past which were advantages are not so advantages in the current world and there are definitely we have to make a conscious effort to change those behaviors to align ourselves better there are some habits that we 
we can abstain from in the real world which would then live more prehistorically so that you know we are doing a favor to our system to our bodies and uh, are functioning better and at our optimal so there are a lot of learnings from this episode and i'm i'm sure we can talk a bit more about it and go deeper into different aspects of uh, this episode in our, in our coming episodes so thanks a lot guys for your participation and we'll see you in another episode